Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of CrazyPerfectLife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book, Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a seven-ton cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. Hey, everyone. We are so excited. Welcome back to the Thrive Podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about leveling up. And what does that mean, you might be thinking? Leveling up is how you can help yourself, things that you can do, actions you can take to help yourself really create the life that you really want to have, the life of your dreams, trying to help yourself feel as good as you possibly can feel, kind of managing your attitude, your emotions, keeping it all sort of in check. And I know that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, Dara, when you first suggested this topic to me, I thought something very different. Well, it's, you can tell because of my history as a geek. And so I looked at it as a, um, so you think we're talking about something totally different right now? No, no, it's, it's, it's similar. It's, it's almost the same, except there's a little bit different of a take on it, which is leveling up is a gaming terminology. Mm. When you take your character from one level and you bring your character to the next level. And typically your character is either stronger, faster, better, smarter, you know, more magic spells, whatever. And that process is incremental and takes time and effort. That's exactly what I was saying, Garth. Yeah. So I think we're sort of on the same page. Right. But I, I, just, mean, you, I looked at it like a little Mario guy. You right. were looking at it from the, you know. I mean, you and I think about things differently because we, and that's the beauty of the podcast, Garth, is we see things sort of differently. But basically, yes, leveling up is everything you just said. I wasn't thinking at it sort of based on a com- <laughs> <laughs> based on a video game character, but I, I, I like it. It's, it fits. Yeah. So I think one of the things, as I was thinking about this kind of prepping for our uh, topic is I used to work for Dish Network and I don't know if you even knew that. I did not. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I worked for Dish Network for a, a couple of years. They were a very interesting company to work for. I loved my team the organization was interesting and I'll just leave it at that. One of the things that we got along with like our badge to get into the building, that was actually one part I loved about it is that I had to go to Denver about every month Mm. Um, and Denver is a great city and direct flights from Richmond actually exist. So it was Mm. a pretty, you know, a pretty fun time. One of the visits we were handed these cards that they're kind of, you know, like a credit card material And it was, I wish I had saved it, but it was like, how can you improve dish? And and I can't remember exactly what the terminology was, but you can tell this, the story's just going great. I I can't remember anything. I could barely talk about it. But what they talked about on the card was do one more. If you were trying to call five clients that day, actually try to call six. If you were trying to write 10 thank you notes, write 11. And although that 
card was kind of very propaganda-y to me. It really made sense in that, you know, if you want to improve your life, if you want to do better, if you want to become more than what you are today, you have to do things differently than how you did them today. Exactly. And I used to be in sales for a really long time. So I definitely get what you're saying with the do one more, because a lot of times when we're talking about sales, it's sort of a numbers game and you have to be willing to make 15 calls to get X results. And I mean, you really can break it down and it really can sort of become sort of mathematical, if you will, in terms of like looking at the numbers. And I like how they were saying, like, just do one more. But I feel like there are so many ways that we can level up in our daily lives. And that's really what I want to focus on today is what can we do? What can our listeners do every day to help themselves level up? And I think that there are a lot of little actions that don't even necessarily have to take a lot of time that can have significant impact. And so, you know, I think let's just kind of talk through different ways that you and that we each level up, because I feel like you and I are people that really think about this a lot. And I'm sure that what I'm doing might be a little bit differently than what you're doing, because, you know, we just kind of approach things a little bit differently. What? And, <laughs> and, and I love that because that's we can just all learn and get so many great ideas and so many different ways that we can level up. So you start, you do one, and then I'll do one, and we'll just kind of ping pong back and forth with our leveling up. Sure. So, you know, I really do take that do one more kind yeah. to heart. I think I've mentioned on a, a couple of the most recent episodes that I've kind of gotten away from going to the gym, pain management's an issue, and it's bothering me. And one of the things that I have really enjoyed doing, and I say enjoy, it's kind of a love-hate thing. I really like doing regular calisthenics, right? So push-ups. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I was going to, even if I didn't feel comfortable going back to the gym because of the pain, that I was going to try to do push-ups. And there's this program called 100 Push-Up Program. And it's basically going from being able to do zero push-ups to 100 over a certain time period. And I found that I couldn't do a standard push-up and I just started this a few days ago. I couldn't do a standard one because it put too much pressure on my arms and it was incredibly painful. But I could do a modified push-up. So I started and I did 30 push-ups, which I was actually impressed that I could do 30, even in the modified position. And then the next day I'm like, okay, 30 is not enough. So I have to do at least 31. Perfect. Okay. And, right. And so each day this week, I've been able to add one or two more without much strain and eventually I'll either be able to get away from the modified push-ups, or I will either get to a hundred or whatever, right? I'll keep going, but I'm not going to rest on my laurels of the 30. I love that. And that's just kind of a simple way to increase as you go and get where you want to be, but doing something every single day to get you there. And so I think that's great. One big thing for me in terms of leveling up, I feel like just our attitudes and our thoughts are such an important part of our leveling up. I mean, really, if I think about the way I'm feeling, 
a lot of times the story that I'm telling myself or the way I'm talking to myself really impacts that so significantly. And so for me, it's just really making sure that I start my day in a way that helps me get into a positive space. And so I have a daily morning routine that I do and that has been sort of tweaked and I'm totally open to, you know, if I read something and I think, oh gosh, let me try this. I mean, my morning routine is constantly sort of being modified or I'm trying different things, but basically it's getting up if it's a school year, waking up, whatever teenager <laughs> needs to be woken up. But it's just, you know, taking the time. Some days it's only 15 minutes, but just sitting down somewhere. I have a yoga studio in my house that I go to. It's a room that I call my happy place and I'll go in that room. And sometimes even if it's just for 15 minutes, I'll light a candle, I'll sit down, I'll focus on my breathing, I'll meditate. And for me, that's really how I level up. And that's been like the biggest changer in my life in terms of helping me stay positive and focused and just happy because, you know, life can get in the way. And we all know this. I mean, life isn't always rainbows and unicorns. There are definitely days that we're all facing challenges. And if I go to that space and I do my morning routine, even if I, like I said, even if it's just 15 minutes, it puts me in the right mindset for my day. So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10 module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly 197, but with your coupon code thrive, you will receive 50% off and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer online course. You know, when you talk about getting into the right mindset, I will tell you, like, for me, push-ups does not get me into the right mindset, right? It's difficult. Shocker. Um, <laughs> that's, that's shocking me. <laughs> but, but, but I have to do it. And I feel good about doing it. One of the things, and this really goes into practicing gratitude and being thankful for what's around you, despite whatever challenges you have in your life. One of my happy places is not only when I write Emma her napkin note, which I've been able to get back to this summer and write her daily notes when she goes off to her work, which is fantastic, but also I write a letter a day. Mm -hmm. And I don't always get a letter every single day, but I wake up with the intent of doing it. Do you and, mail it? Like, is it a letter that you're mailing? Yeah, it's a real, you know, piece of paper. I do a lot of things with it, right? I might write to somebody that I've actually sadly had to write two letters mm. to people whose parents have died in the past mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I might see somebody on the news that I write a letter to. There might be somebody that has done something in my life that's touched me in some way that I circle back and I write to them a year or two later just to let them know how much I appreciate them. That is the, the thing that makes me really connected and really happy. And I understand 
the place that that thing that action fills in my life and one of the things that i've done is my letterhead is you know it says from the desk of garth callahan and i'll, sh I'll hold it up to you um and it's really hard to see uh but down on the bottom it says pack right connect which is the yeah no thing. i love it and the cool thing that i've done is that the blue in the letterhead matches the blue in the napkin notes book nice when we're talking about doing something extra or leveling up just to kind of bring joy to yourself the fact that this is the same blue really really hmm. brings me joy and here's how i even expanded my joy i found an ink yeah i knew you were gonna i knew we were gonna talk <laughs> about that yeah that, that matches right to it right so and and i know from the outside perspective People don't notice it or they probably don't notice it. They don't think about it. But that little tiny thing, it helps me be joyful even that much more as I'm writing a letter to somebody. Well, I think you hit on a really important part of leveling up, which is figure out things that bring you joy because it's really all about the joy that we can insert in our daily lives. I believe we owe it to ourselves to be the happiest versions of ourselves and bringing in joy is a way to do that. And that doesn't mean that everything's perfect in your life. That doesn't mean that we're all not dealing with whatever it is we're dealing with. We're not saying that everything is going 100% the way we might necessarily want it to be going. But we're saying that you can level up and help yourself bring in more joyful moments and bring in more happiness to yourself despite all that you're going through. And that's really what leveling up to me is. It's, okay, here's my situation. What can I do to be the happiest version of myself and help myself stay in that space for as long as possible? I mean, that's, I think, really how you bring in joy and how you are the happiest version of yourself. I want to travel through every day being the happiest version of myself. Don't you want to do that, Garth? I do. Although, yeah. and I think we have to mention that, it's okay to have feelings that aren't 100% joy. We do and have so to mention that, and I'm you, glad you brought that up. You can you can be grieving something in your life, some some sort of loss. You can be unhappy with mm -hmm. a situation, whether it's your personal situation or your life situation or something to that effect. And that's okay. Those feelings are acceptable. In fact, they have, for me, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. have a high amount of value. You know me, Dara. I like mm -hmm. when I want to be melancholy. Yeah, no, they have, right? a, they definitely have a value. I, I don't, I do agree with that. But, but yeah. use that situation, use those feelings to understand what's going on in your life and try to, I guess, find the strength or find the help to move. Mm -hmm. right? That's the key. It's the key is moving through them. I think, you yeah. know, I, I heard this saying once um, and, and I just, I loved it, it, which is, you know, when, when you dug yourself into the hole, the first thing you have to do to get yourself out of it is to stop digging. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically like recognizing that you're even in the hole that you're in because there have been times in my life that I've been sort of a negative Nelly and maybe I didn't even realize I was in that space because I kind of got used to being in that space. And so it's like somebody who has, it's like you uh, want to shake someone, wake yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like you see somebody who, uh, this used to bother me a lot and you can tell when I worked in downtown Boston, it was the early nineties 
and people would come to work with their hair wet. And it was like, oh, you know, one day they came to work with their hair wet because they ran late, but then it just kind of slid into this pattern. And you, you want to say, hey, you know, dude, this, this isn't really acceptable for the, the work field that we're in. You need to move, move in a, a different direction because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, that doesn't ever work out. Well, it's not the definition of insanity. It doing really the is. same, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. So you, enough... just, you just described like every household repair job I've ever tackled. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a way to level up there, Garth. <laughs> just saying. So another way that I really like to level up and this helps me so much is just taking it outside, going into nature. Even again, if it's just a 15 minute walk in my neighborhood for clearing my head and not taking my phone, kind of getting away from technology, even just for 15 minutes and focusing on my surroundings and being present and sort of distracting myself maybe from whatever it is that I might be thinking about. That is such a way that I level up. And I mean, there's nothing that I like more than really going on hikes and being in nature, but sometimes we don't have that flexibility in our schedules. And I can just totally tell a difference, even if I just go sit outside on my porch for just a little bit and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and just kind of step away from my desk or whatever it is I'm working on or whatever my thoughts are. That really helps me level up, change kind of where I am and get back on track. I, I do the same thing. I don't like to do a lot of inside exercise. Yeah, um, I, I love to run trails as opposed to going to the gym and running on a treadmill. I mean, if the weather's really bad, then the gym is where it's at. But if the weather is even remotely okay, I would much yeah. rather be outside running. And not that I I would actually choose to run anyway, but it's just one of those things that it's definitely an outside thing. I think one of the things I like to do to level up is to, I don't want to say that one more thing but it's the extra thing. I'll give you an example of what I was doing this morning. I have a niece and nephew who are twins and it was their birthday last week. And my whole family didn't remember. Mm. I mean, I guess we kind of all thought about it in the back of our heads, but it never came to the forefront of our minds and we certainly didn't act. So we, we missed their birthdays and we needed to get them some cards in the mail and some type of birthday gift. And Lisa commented that we should send them some money. And I know that this is so small, but it's it's the way to do something that's not ordinary, right? So they were turning 13. And I could have easily sent a couple of $25 gift cards or $25 in cash or whatever. But I thought, how can I make something that's a little bit more memorable? Maybe they'll even remotely remember this. So I went to the bank and I gave them each... 13 two dollar bills and i know that's such a small thing but maybe just maybe they'll open up the card and they'll realize that you know they they turned 13 they got 13 two dollar bills who knows i mean do kids today even know what a two dollar bill is i know i was thinking that when you said that they're, they're gonna like, be like what's this this is fake money then they throw yeah. it away yeah but it's i i think what you're saying is you did something special you made it different you went out of the way to 
level up to do something fun. Right. And, that, and it wasn't, I, yeah. it wasn't, you know, saving the world. It wasn't climbing yeah. Mount Everest. It was something really small that didn't take a lot of effort, but it was not ordinary. Yeah. I love that. Another way that I try to level up every day is just really watching what I eat. And I know that sounds so silly, but if I want to feel as good as I know that I can feel and I want to be the happiest version of myself, then watching what I put into my body plays a big part of that. Because if I eat a bunch of junk, I know I'm not going to feel good and I'm going to get tired and even probably cranky. But if I eat really healthy foods that are real and like salads and fruits and vegetables, that does actually make me feel the best that I can feel. And then I'm so much more likely to travel through my day being the happiest version of myself because I actually feel really good versus eating a bunch of junk that's just going to spiral down into me feeling terrible physically, which is then going to make me feel bad mentally. And Dara's saying this as I'm eating my Cheetos for the day. Are you serious? Are no, you really I'm eating not, your Cheetos? I'm not. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I could be. I really want some Cheetos. Okay. But, but we, we have but a difference. Is that a way of you leveling up? You eating your, what is it, like 12 Cheetos that you've counted out or whatever? Like, do you, did, you did feel you know good that eating I count, out? I, I count those out. I just know that that would be something that you would do because I, I, I know you probably you've looked at the back of the bag and however yeah. many Cheetos equals the serving size you probably, and then I can see you like getting a little ramekin or a little dish and counting out your Cheetos and putting them in a little dish and bringing them to your desk. Is that what you, that's what you that, do. That's exactly what yeah. I do. And I do it for two big reasons. One is. So you don't need um, the whole bag. I don't need the whole bag, right? So I control my portion, but also I know the calories, right? So if I'm tracking my food intake, I can say, all right, these, you know, 12 Cheetos or whatever they are, are a hundred calories. Does, and, that, does that make you feel good to eat those Cheetos? It, it does. Okay. So like, is that a form of. Right. Yes. Okay. And, and, it, and it makes me feel bad. To if you eat don't the whole bag. Well, I think right? I, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but do you, if you don't eat the Cheetos in a day, like I don't know, do you do this every day? Is this? Kind oh of like, no, no, no. Okay, it's it's, it's really a treat. That's that's definitely okay. like because if we have a bag of Cheetos in the house, I will eat them every day. Yeah. So I really try to do that infrequently, but I do eat certain things every day, and I do it because it makes it fuels my soul. Okay, so what's an example besides a Cheeto that feeds your soul? Cheese. Okay. <laughs> I I actually went to Costco last night. I had to pick up some medicine. Uh, how many times have we brought this conversation back to freaking Costco? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They are truly not a sponsor, although they should be. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And so Emma was making dinner and she asked if I could pick up some Parmesan. And so and you said to yourself, I'm not going to just go grab it from the grocery store, which would take three minutes. I'm going to go to Costco where I'm going to walk up and down the aisles and, you now, know. Now, Dara, so Costco is incredibly close to my house. Okay. It, it is, in fact, closer than some of the grocery stores. We're totally getting off track, yep. but how many items did you purchase at Costco last night? Just three, but three things of cheese. Okay. That's actually really impressive. That you went to Costco and you only got what you actually 
I completely break their model. Yeah. I walk in and they're like, oh, great. Here's the guy who buys one thing. I, I, um, I mean, I don't even know how you did that. You know what it is? It's because I am a buyer, not a shopper. Mm. Right. So I knew I ahead of time what I wanted to buy. I knew that I wanted to make this German cheese dip, which I had about a year ago right now. It's called Obatza. And I knew the two types of cheese that I needed. And so I didn't even grab a cart as I walked in <laughs> and I just walked right to the cheese section, picked up my three things of cheese and I walked right to the cash register. Okay. Kudos to you. <laughs> but again, th so. Cause um, let me just tell you what my little excursion would have been like. <laughs> I would have gotten the cart. I would be banging into things as I manipulate my cart up and down, probably every single aisle. And at the end of the whole journey, my cart would be so full it would be exhausting to get the items not only into the car, but out of the car and into my kitchen. It would have like sucked all the joy out of the experience. So, And I that's why I don't like going there. <laughs> one of the reasons why I was able to go in and out so quickly is that I needed some printer mm -hmm. paper a couple of days ago. And I've always, for the longest time, bought my printer paper at Costco. They had this really nice quality paper. Again, okay. something little that brought me joy. I like it. It was a heavier stock. It felt good. Um, when I printed something out on the rare occasion, it just, you know, again, I print my own letterhead. So sure. I use good quality stock paper. And the paper wasn't in the aisle where it normally is. And I truly walked up and down every single aisle looking for it finally asking a manager for help to find out that they didn't have it. Mm. So I didn't need to walk up and down all of the aisles and look at stuff because I had already seen it this week. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. <clears throat> so you went to Costco twice this week. Yes. Well, and again, the first time we went was to get paper and Emma is renewing her glasses prescription. Okay. So she's going off to school in a couple of weeks and we want to make sure she has enough contacts and right glasses and whatnot. And then... We needed cheese for dinner. Got it. And I decided I was going to make this wonderful obatsa. You know what? I'll even post the recipe in the show notes mm, for this. Nice. Uh, it is a, again, it's one of those things when we talk about leveling up, I like to do things that are small things that make my day more enjoyable. And yes. it doesn't have to be anything that's magnificent. It can just be a little thing like making a little bit of homemade cheese dip or you know, I like to, I make my own fizzy water, right? So I've stopped buying LaCroix. We don't need that extra waste. And so I have an old, what is it called? Soda stream. And I went back to using it. And it's like, gosh, you know, it's super easy to use. I can add my own fruit juice to it. I know that it's good and natural and it's not anything that's magnificent in my life, but it's something that makes my life better for me. And I think that's really the key is figuring out little things in your life that are special. It's not really about the big things. Like you said, it's about the little things. Like I love when we have family dinner. So taking the time to set my table in the morning is such a nice way for me to level up a little bit. And maybe I'll use the cloth napkins and maybe I'll pull out some nicer dishes because why wouldn't I? It takes literally like less than 10 minutes. And then all day long, I think about the fun that we're going to have sitting around the table. And that just is a way to level up our dinner experience or we'll light candles at dinner. And that makes it special. 
it's just the little things that taking the time to sort of inconvenience yourself for maybe a lot of times less than 15 minutes makes such a big difference. It doesn't have to be like the huge things. Well, so, and what's interesting is that you mentioned inconveniencing yourself. You know what? Most of those things that you mentioned for like family dinner, they're actually not an inconvenience, right? So those dishes, those, the nicer dishes, they're probably equal steps from wherever you need to be. True. Sometimes, you know, life, you're busy and there's like, oh, I've got to do this and this and this. And I think, I don't have time to set the table. I don't have time to pull out those good dishes. I don't have time to grab the cloth napkins. And so maybe inconvenience wasn't the right word to use in that place. But at the same time, it was me saying to myself, okay, yes, I do have the time to just go well, out of my way to grab those instead of- purposefully yeah, not being ordinary. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Purposefully not being ordinary. You know what? That actually brings, yeah. brings us to the napkin note. Nice. So I wrote this note to Emma four years ago. That's how old this napkin is. And, and I think that it really ties into exactly what we've been talking about today. Dear Emma, you don't live an extraordinary life by doing ordinary things. Love, Dad. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. I mean... Find the extraordinary in everyday, ordinary life. That's the key, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And it can be such small things, but you have to look and you have to be purposeful. Yeah. And you have, right? You just can't go about your ordinary life and expect something extraordinary to happen. And so it could be something as simple as letting somebody else take the closer parking space. Yeah, or just being kind to the person in the line at the grocery store. I mean, that's something that's You mean at Costco? Yeah, at Costco. <laughs> I mean, that's something that I really try to do now is I try to be as kind as I can possibly be when I'm out and about running my errands. And you know what? I have so much more fun when I am intentionally as kind as I possibly can be to whoever I interact with because the connections that I end up having with people or the conversations that I have or the people that I meet, it just tends to be so much more fun than just running in, grabbing whatever I need and basically ignoring everyone around me. You know, I have, I've, I've talked about this before on our podcast, but I'll, I'll bring it up again. I've stopped saying thank you when I am out and about doing things like at Costco and I've changed the words that I say. And so when the person checks my receipt on the way out, I look at her in the eye and I say, thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because yesterday we were at Chipotle and as there were two police officers and we were all kind of walking out at the same time. And I, I said to them, and I always say this when I see police officers, I said, thank you so much for your service, because I do truly believe that they are choosing to do such an important job. And I feel like they maybe aren't even thanked as much as they deserve. So I said, thank you so much for your service. And they smiled at me and I, we got in our car and they were kind of near us, but park, they were sort of standing outside of their cars talking. And Zoe went to reverse out of her parking space. And like there was a car that was reversing out of their parking space at the exact same time. And literally the two police officers were kind of like, no, stop, 
don't. And Zoe saw the car and she didn't do anything, but it was just so funny. And I rolled down the window and I said, you know, I thanked you for your service. And then you actually needed to, you know, help us. And it was just kind of funny and we all laughed, but I mean, it was just that interaction. It was fun, right? Like it made me feel good. It made them feel good. We, it was just an ordinary situation. It prevented a car accident, (laughs) but you know, one there was one time, and I and I wish I could remember the details, but I I just remember being out to dinner with Lisa, and it was probably a casual restaurant, and I don't think Emma was there, and there were some first responders, and I can't remember if they were firefighters or policemen, but probably policemen who were also having dinner in the restaurant, and yeah, and Lisa looked at me and she's like, hey, and her to put things in perspective, Lisa's dad was a policeman and served quite a long time after he got out of the military and she looked at me she said hey do you know do you mind if we buy their dinner and so we arranged to pay for their dinner in secret and i don't think that they found out i think that we left before they finished up but that was again just one small token and it brought us so much joy and what's nice about that there's good karma you know years later probably 20 years later Lisa and I were at our favorite Mexican restaurant and somebody bought our, our dinner for us. So um, nice. Yeah. They just, they, and, and to be honest, we don't know who it was. Yeah. No I love idea. that. So nice. So when you are having a bad day or things aren't going the way you want them to go, how do you level up then? Because I feel like that's a challenging situation that we all can learn from is sure. leveling up when life isn't it's easy to level up when everything's great but how do you level up and get yourself out of that space well I've, i don't know about you but i've never had a bad day dara <laughs> yeah because you're extraordinary <laughs> yeah so you lie to yourself okay yeah, good. Um, i lie <laughs> and i think that you know both of us we can equate bad days to annoying days as opposed to like a really bad days. Yeah. 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 Like Um, perspective. I think that is true. Right. And and so I I think that that's something to kind of keep in mind that spilling your coffee at work doesn't necessarily mean that that was a bad day. It was an, it it was an annoying day. I love that you said that. Yeah. And bad days are, he had a car accident or your godmother died or right. So you, you, there's some big spectrum there that we can talk about, but Ultimately, it really does come back to gratitude, mm-hmm. right? So, and we've talked about this a lot. My dad was a mortician. My mom's dad was a mortician. My cousin, you know, it's it, my uncle. It's a family business. And so we had to help people who really were kind of at, at a low point in their lives. And seeing how people were able to go through that process with grace and dignity is something that I took away and understood that, you know what, you can be in a bad situation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right or good for you to behave badly. And that there's no, you're not serving yourself by behaving badly. You might have to remove yourself from the situation for a little bit and kind of understand where you are and understand your feelings. But looking at the things that are in your life that are still positive, and again, it's difficult at some of these most challenging times in your life 
to remind yourself of the positive. But even taking that one extra step and reminding yourself of the positive while acknowledging the sadness of the situation or the, the anger of the situation allows you to balance a little bit out. You can still be angry. You can or still frustrated. be yeah. or frustrated. Yeah. Um, but acknowledging that those feelings, that situation is probably temporary. You know, for the longest time, you know, I think one of the saddest things I've had to experience in the past years, about a year and a half ago, we had to put down our dog, Noel. It was a really difficult time for me. I was so challenged with that. And I acknowledged the fact that I was grieving and I was okay with that. And I allowed myself to be in a sad place a lot. You know, I slept with her blanket. Mm. Uh, I walked. I don't know if I told her, but yeah. I actually walked yeah. her every day. Like I still walked the same path. There were days that I was carrying her leash even. Yeah. And so I was acknowledging what was going on in my life, the darkness in my life, but it allowed me to recognize what else was good in my life. And then I could still function 80% of the day, let's say. I love everything that you just said. And I think that gratitude is so powerful. And I know we have talked about it a lot, but I think we have to keep talking about it because the power of gratitude and what it can bring to your day and your life is so significant. And you and I both have experienced it every single day, the choice of living with gratitude and what it brings to us and the joy that we carry around because of it. And it really is a choice. And you can choose to count your blessings or your problems. But I really believe that even in challenging, frustrating, hard situations, there are always blessings to acknowledge, even though it might sometimes be a little bit hard to find them. I do think that they are there. And taking the time, even just five minutes, to think about three things that you're grateful for even in a very challenging situation will help you keep perspective. And I think it will help you be a happier person. You know what? I think that'll be our thrive challenge. Yeah. When you're finished listening to this podcast, we'd really like you to list out three things that you're grateful for and send them to us on social media. You can either email us, you can post them on our Facebook pages. You can tweet to us. Instagram, you know, maybe take a picture of something that you're grateful for and talk about it on Instagram and tag us. So all of our social media information is in the show notes and that's your challenge. So three yeah, things. I love that. Out. Think about how amazing everyone would feel if they were scrolling through their social media and saw what everyone was grateful for instead of all the other stuff that everyone sees on social media. So kudos to you. Great idea. And Dart and I will kick it off. So when this when this episode launches, um, we will each post three things that we're grateful for that day. And maybe maybe we'll continue on for the whole week and see yeah. see what type of response we yeah, get. Yeah, because why not? It's fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com. I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life, at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. 
It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.